Hello everyone and welcome to the latest episode of Tongue in Cheek, the podcast. I'm Ilana. Gina can't be with us today, but she will be very jealous because I am here with Sophia Abishahin, jewelry designer and owner of Sophia Beirut, one of my new favorite jewelry finds. Everything is gorgeous, lots of gold, lots of pearls, so speaking my language. Sophia, welcome. Hi, I'm so happy to be here and thank you so much for that beautiful introduction. I'm so happy you like my brand and I can't wait to do my first ever podcast with you. Oh, I'm so happy we're your first podcast. (laughs) I was looking at some of your interviews from other publications and you are so interesting and you are so beautiful that I do think you belong somewhere where people can see you, but I'm very happy that people will be listening to you as well. No, I, in podcasts, we have like the mysterious side of things, so they, yeah, they exactly. can't really see you, but I like that. I, I can't wait to see the results, actually hear the results. Yeah. But you know, um, we do a lot of IGTV lives, you know, just to like introduce, especially with people that we've interviewed on our podcast, and it would be so fun. We can also do something with you in this way. Yes, of course. I'd love and to. And that way, people can put a face to the voice. <laughs> Exactly. That would be like step two. <laughs> so I am a huge fan, but I would love for the people who are listening and following us on our podcast to know a little more about you. Can you tell us just, you know, who you are, but also how you got to this amazing place? Okay, so my name is Sophia. My name is actually Sophie. I'm part French, part Lebanese. And my brand is Sophia Beirut. Um, it's, a, it's actually a very funny story. Uh, it's, I never chose the name of the brand. It was just the only um, Instagram outlet I found uh, available. So I just, I kind of tried, tried typing things and, and everything was taken. So I was like, okay, maybe I'm in Beirut now. So I'll just write Sophia Beirut and it worked and it stuck and um, it became the name of the brand. Uh, so, as I was saying, I'm Sophia, I'm a jewelry designer, um, and I started my journey basically on Instagram, uh, but you'll know more about all of these, I'm sure you're going to ask me questions about that, uh, so I'll just leave it at that for now, and yeah. I'm, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, did you grow up in Lebanon or in, in France? I was born in France, in Lille. And uh, we came back, my parents are Lebanese, but my dad lived uh, a big part of his life in France. So uh, I was born there and I, uh, uh, I came back to Beirut when I was like four. And I, then I get, again, I went back to Paris for my studies and now I'm back in Beirut. So uh, I've, been, I've been to both, I guess it's not really equally, but uh, I'm very half-half. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm half French, half Lebanese. But I definitely see the influence of both worlds in your designs. I mean, you see that the, especially not just um, Europe, but more of, you know, I feel Marie Antoinette vibes when I look at the beautiful chocolates. I love it. I love it when you say that. (laughs) Because I'm, I'm, yes, exactly. I feel like I am naturally um, both... uh, Lebanese and French, and I am influenced by both uh, uh, the culture, the fa- fa- fashion, uh, everything. Uh, I-, I feel like I'm a mix-, mix of both, and I guess it's only natural that whatever I do, uh, especially my line, uh, would be a little bit of everything. So uh, yeah, I love everything related to French culture. I love everything related to the French history, exactly, like royalty. I'm always like watching uh, uh, documentaries about the uh, French royalties. I, I, I'm so passionate about that. And I like everything, uh, uh, like uh, the, the oriental style always finds its way in, in the piece yeah. somehow. I don't know. It's just kind of like a small touch that comes out. And I like that. I like that yeah. they represent me. <laughs> You know, one of the things that my sister and I, we are very, we always call ourselves jewelry junkies because we love jewelry so much and we are addicted. And so, you know, when we are always talking about if we did a line, this is what we wanted, this is what we want. And um, we actually have 
something coming, but not just like a little special collaboration we are doing. And one of the things that at our meeting uh, we had discussed, and I said before I discovered your life, was I was like, I only do gold and I like lots of pearls. And then I found it, I was like, I don't know if there's something I can add to the world. It's already out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm actually a big pearl fan myself. I feel like you, you can just, I don't know, there's just so much to do with pearls and they uplift just any look and you can you can do so much with pearls. And I guess, yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a pearls fan, obviously, <laughs> as well. Yeah, I feel like this sophistication and the genesequa things that- like, The genesequa, exactly. Yeah, and they don't, but you don't normally have these things to um, like, popular right now I, I don't know if you're familiar with the designer and Lily Suzuki with the headbands with lots of pals and yeah of course I love her yes she's one of the so, best headpiece designers ever and so when I discovered this brand I had the kind of a similar reaction that I had to her and I was like okay I just want one of everything and it's so beautiful <laughs> and no, it does. And I love, you know, I was actually, um, recently, I saw your half pearl, half sort of beaded necklaces, and then now the bracelets that you've added to the line. And I was literally like, I'm always about to order them. Like, well, let me just check that I've seen everything I wanted. I keep adding things. <laughs> There's so much beautiful stuff. It's hard to choose. So I'm very excited. You did something that I forget the exact name. It was fruit something. Um, like I think the the necklace has the name fruit in it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We have a yes, uh, yes. It's um, it's our fruity necklace exactly. Yeah. Uh, it has pearls and like uh, we just wanted to add like a a fun because we have a fun collection that I, we it just came up like that when when I was working on. Uh, I wasn't actually working. I was having fun with my niece and we were just uh, using like fun pearls and creating things. And she wanted like hearts and fruits. And, and we started ordering uh, a little bit of uh, very childish beads. And uh, once we received them and we started working with them, I was like, I, I would totally wear this, you know? Yeah. I know like uh, yeah, you can find um, items that are much more adult adult like uh, in our collection but this this fun collection i really like it i feel like uh we're, we're we're still allowed to have fun and wear colorful stuff and not worry uh about whether you know it goes with our outfit or not just enjoy it well, like when I we were really, kids yeah well i i am a very whimsical person and i sort of think that you know my inner child never grew up so I love to add a little whimsy to all my looks, but I also have friends who are, you know, very sexy and very cool, but they sort of balance their look with some of these, like, fun pieces. Exactly. And I, you posted something, and I just thought it was an amazing use of social media because you posted, I think, when you were doing the, the making the jewelry with your niece and said, should I make yeah. this? And there was a vote, and I, I was part of the yes crew. I was like, I'm buying this, so yes. <laughs> As soon as I saw it, I didn't understand that it was um, seriously not. I thought it was a promotional thing you were doing. So to hear you were no, no. having fun makes me so happy. You know, yeah, um, like like most things, I think um, your work or, or design in my in my case should just sometimes be very um, like I don't know how to say this, but. Uh, you should keep this authentic side. Like if you like something and it just comes up, just, just do it, whatever. People usually react well to, to spontaneous things, to uh, um, things they didn't, maybe didn't expect you to do, but like they understand where it comes from. And sometimes they like it. Like the, the, fruit, uh, the, fruit, choke, the fruit necklace that we did, like I really wasn't expecting anyone to buy it. My mom was like, I don't know. I feel like it's a bit childish it's okay it's fine if no one buys it it's fine i'm happy to have it in the collection and i i found out that people were happy to to actually wear it too because it kind of reminded them that they could be i don't know a bit silly or, or childish or fun yeah you <laughs> speak so much to your talent as a designer because even when you're not trying you create something beautiful that's actually a very nice thought <laughs> oh sure and and i think you're right i think that you know um your brand 
jewelry. But it's also nice that even when you do something more whimsical, it still actually has that core um, kind of sense to it. I really like. I have seen a lot of beaded necklaces and a lot of these fun pieces, but the idea to do the half pearl with it was genius. I love that. So yes, I felt like I needed to uplift it in a way, like I would maybe add something more chic to it. And I felt like it, it balanced it out. It It's so beautiful. <laughs> I'm so happy you like it. And as soon as I saw it, you know when you see something really great, when you already start planning the outfits you'll wear with it. So, and that's how I felt. <laughs> okay, now you need to have it. I'll, no, I'll I just send it I to you right like, after this interview. <laughs> no, no, I have like in my bag, I have the necklace, I have the bracelet, I have like some of the fruits, I have another pearl necklace, so my bag is filled. I just keep putting off, to, you know, like my final like checkout because I keep seeing things I like and the need to like go through my kind of general sense why would you describe like the Cecilia Beirut and the girl like what is the DNA of your brand and who is the girl that you see wearing your brand look uh actually my brand started it didn't start as a brand like my plan was never to be a jewelry designer it was never to have my own brand like uh, that's not what I studied at all. That's not what where I saw myself. It all just happened just like that. It, it was a, a really big coincidence that just led me there. And it just I, I just uh, liked the idea and I went for it. But that was not my plan. So uh, I think um, I think it was really based on, on my experience as a girl. Like I tried things, I went places, I, I tried studying uh, uh, things that I didn't really maybe like. And then I got a job in a, in, in a company that I didn't really like. And, and I guess it was, just, um, it, it was just an opportunity to just be myself and just discover myself. And I guess the brand was born while I was doing that. So um, at, sometimes it was, uh, I was just... Uh, a, a woman that was trying to to meet the right guy and I was wearing my jewelry and I was trying to look uh, nice and sexy and sometimes I was the girl who was just didn't want to be with anyone and just wanted to hang out with her friends or I would take like a feminist stand sometime or wear a, I don't know my grandma's clothes sometimes and I guess that's just every girl and sometimes we're that girl and sometimes we're just in another phase in our lives and I created something in each phase of my life so I guess the point is for every woman or girl to just relate to whatever she's relating to right now like you could like something now and then in in two months you won't wear that piece and that's okay and this is why I wanted something to be I wanted my line to be both affordable and uh you know new and different because I wanted to bring something to the scene but I didn't want to I didn't want people to like find it very very expensive or just buy something and not be able to change their minds about the piece you know well I will say that I was very surprised at the quality of the piece because the price point is so great like I saw it and loved it and thought honestly because the price point is so nice like oh if it doesn't last it's okay and then I just I felt the construction and the quality of the price and I was thinking well okay so now this is like extra special because we'll have both quality and great price point so I think you found a really good balance in that and it allows for maybe people who are not necessarily able to afford just anything to still have like really incredibly beautiful pieces in their collection. I don't think though, frankly, that your pieces are the kind you get sick of, but I, I think <laughs> it's very different. I do sometimes, I wear one just, uh, there are pieces that I wear every day for like a month and then I'm like, ugh, I'm not into that anymore. And this is how I got to design other things. You know, I, I'm, I don't think like jewelry pieces they're here for you to to express your mood and your and and your the phase you're in like there are things you would wear uh sometimes and things that you would find weird at the time and then you would change your mind which is okay i'm just i guess what i'm saying is um it's okay to just go with the flow sometimes 
Yeah, no, it's great. And the and the good thing is that like you could wear it one way and then read like purpose it. Like for example, you're wearing right now your choker as just the choker, and but you yeah. know like and you could wear it also layered with other pieces and exactly fun so much. And I love that. That's also one of the things we focus on. Like I like. For, for the piece to be able to speak for itself, you know, like it could make your outfit, even if you're just wearing a black top and, and, and jeans, you could wear one of these pieces and feel like, okay, I've completed my outfit. Now it's like, give it this extra edge. And sometimes you can also like stack three or four. I mean, sometimes I just have 10 pieces of mine, uh, like all, to, all worn together and it still looks nice. So, uh, yeah, it's, I like to invite people to play around with pieces and I like people to come back to my, to, to, to my store again. Like you would buy one thing and then you want to add something else to your, to your collection. You can just do it. Not because, uh, not just because you want it, but because you can afford it because let's face it. Most of, uh, most of women in the world can't afford to just shop anything they want all the time. So I, I like the idea of staying affordable but feeling like you're wearing something maybe uh, luxurious and fancy and, and nice but uh, not have it be a rip <laughs> yeah I love that and honestly it does feel luxurious and I get more compliments on this necklace honestly than any piece in my collection every time oh, I know that I'll tag them on Instagram or something because everyone asks me it's so beautiful and so unique I love it so much so Anyway, I do have to ask you though, you said earlier something that interests me so much. You said that like you really use social media a lot um, to build your brand. And you also said that you didn't study jewelry, but your jewelry is made so exquisitely. I'd love to ask you about both those things, sort of starting with the jewelry question. How did you develop your brand from coming not from the jewelry background? Okay, so, um, okay, as I previously said, uh, it really just started as, um, you know, kind of a fun fun activity or, or, or a fun, like, thing to do. Um, a friend of mine owned a boutique, okay, here in Beirut, and she was like, I'm looking for an accessories brand or, like, some accessories that I can just put in my store uh, for, for people to, like, um, have, have, a section to choose from because she sells clothes and I was like okay like why don't you do something yourself like have something uh different just something of your own that you can't find everywhere else because that's also something that you know now uh whenever you, you go to a place like you feel like you're going to the same places because uh you always find the same collections or something very similar and I was encouraging her to kind of do her like own thing She's like, no way, I can't do something uh, that's so complicated. I have no idea. And I come from a background where I come from a home where my mom's an artist. So she's a painter and she, she's an interior architect. And whenever we were uh, like, um, when, when we were kids, we, we wanted something and she'd like encourage us to just make it, you know, like you want like, I don't know, a, a cup. Why don't you find a way to make it? And I guess she just taught us that whatever you can't have, you can just uh, find a way to create yourself. And um, so my friend was like, okay, why don't you do something yourself? Why don't you, I like, I was like, okay, why not? Maybe that's, uh, maybe that's something I could do. So I went to a place and I, it was way before chokers were even a thing. Like it wasn't, it wasn't back yet. And I was, uh, I went to a place that I knew and I found like um, trims and I started like creating chokers with these tr trims and I just gave them to gave them to her and she's like uh, okay I'll put I just put them and if it sells great if it doesn't and I had my job at the time I didn't really like care about this a lot like I didn't invest and people started buying these uh, chokers and they're like who's the designer like where did you get these from I want more blah blah and so she's like, yeah, that's this good. my friend, Sophie. Um, okay. So I started selling more and more. Like another store contacted me. And I was like, okay, uh, maybe that's just turning into like a small side business. Why not? And this is where I created my page. I, I thought that people could just order from my page. I didn't have a website. I didn't even know what I was doing. Like I had no experience in, in the field at all. 
uh, and slowly I just started like I started liking this I started feeling like okay that's definitely something I want to pursue I want to do more and my father was like uh, and my mom also like my parents were like you, you, you have a okay so I have a BA in art direction and I have a master's degree uh, in uh, events and PR okay <laughs> You're like you studied uh, um, um, events in PR, and then you did the, this and that. Why? Why would you start a, a jewelry brand? Like that's just something. Uh, I don't know. Someone who doesn't know what to do in life just they started. It. And I was like, no, no, I want to do this and blah blah. So I quit my job, and my parents were like, oh my god, that girl has lost it. And, and everyone is okay. What are you doing? So this is your, like your side job. And it started picking up on Instagram and I was like, no, this is my job. Like, this is what I do now. And a lot of people were like, actually, I don't know, maybe mocking what I was like. Okay, so that's okay. You're just having fun. Like, no, I'm not having fun. I'm going to build a brand. And slowly, uh, against all odds, I did build a brand. And um, I, I, I just, I started posting First, I started posting the pictures of the products because I didn't know what to do. Like, I, I don't know a lot about photography either. So I was just to create a piece and I'd have one of it, you know. I didn't have many, you know. I would create one and just post a picture and people would just start talking to me. Like, I like this, I like this. How Can I see it? Like, how, how does it look when you wear it? I'm like, oh, I need to shoot on a model. And who's just going to... Like I can't shoot on, on on people all the time, so I started shooting on myself. At first, I was like too shy. Like I don't want to post myself. I don't want to post my face. I would post just, you know, a, a, a cut face or something. And then slowly, I just thought that it would look better if I just posted my whole face. And this is how it started. Like it wasn't. I maybe I I had very few pictures of myself before Instagram. You know, um, I was never like the girl who would take pictures or pose in front of things. That was never my thing. And I just, I felt like I needed to do this because it would be easier, you know? And somehow I built the brand around um, my personal lifestyle and uh, I guess it worked. Yeah, well, first of all, you're very beautiful. So it's good you posted the whole um, look because I think it kind of adds to the character uh, beast because you know, you are so lovely, so it's nice to see someone who you're thinking, oh, okay, she's cute, like, I want to be cute like her, and the way she wears it is cute. I know everyone else can't see you today, but even your outfit today, when you stood up for a second, I thought, I was like, oh, that's such a nice idea. I like the top, very cute with the necklace. It's, 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 it's a great way to promote your business because you have great taste. Thank you. I, I think it's a great use. So would you say that Instagram is sort of your favorite platform, though? Is that what you're using mostly for the brand? Yes. Uh, at the moment, this, this is the platform that remains for me uh, the best one in for, for, for an upcoming designer or anyone who just wants to showcase their work. I know there's a lot of uh, controversy around uh, Instagram and social media nowadays and whether it's a good or a bad thing and you know for me I guess uh, social media like I wouldn't have been able to create um, what I create my brand I wouldn't have been able to uh, get people like you from all over the world to know what I do and see my work if it weren't for, for social media so I think when used in the right way I I would totally encourage anyone who, who doesn't have maybe the means or, or the connections to grow, uh, um, to grow their brand. I think social media and Instagram in particular is just a way for anyone to be able to, to get to other people and to create an audience and to show their work. And uh, I, don't, I don't know that there is anything else that's as powerful as, as social media for that nowadays. Absolutely. It really creates like a community because for me as someone who does work as an influencer but also who has these podcasts and sort of these other um, opportunities, it wouldn't exist without social media. My world, even with my clients from when I was doing personal shopping and styling and you know, as well, you know, it easily translated to a virtual connection, especially now with everything happening in terms of COVID and everything. 
So it's so nice because I've got this whole community where I can just like reach out to you directly and message this person I admire. And all of a sudden, you know, you have like this communication that wouldn't exist without this incredible sort of community. So for me personally, I could not agree more. I think you said it really beautiful. It's a, it's a great way for people to, with not necessarily also the biggest budget, but with the biggest dreams to really have so much out there to, to resources. I think it's incredible. So that kind of really brings me nicely though into my next question for you, which is what are your favorite brands? And it doesn't necessarily just have to be um, for jewelry, but sort of things that you love. Um, I like, honestly, I'm the type of person who just goes on Instagram and online and just discovers brands all the time. I like discovering, um, you know, uh, new brands that have like, um, very different styles. Uh, I'm, I don't know if you're going to recognize all the brands that I like, but right now I really like, um, you know, La Semaine. Yes. Yes. I, this brand, like I, I love their clothes. They're really cool. They're, they're sustainable. They're ethically made. And I think that I the world needs more of that at the moment. Sorry. I was just going to say one of the things I like about them is they're conscious. Brands. Yes. Yes, exactly. And their, the communication that they use, like the way they communicate about their brand on Instagram, I think it's fantastic. I think it's one of the best, um, uh, you know, um, ways to, to market it because they they created uh they have this, this whole thing that just works you know um with her uh gabriel as the face of the brand uh with the whole concept of the whole week you know uh with the filter and the, i feel like they've done a great job of using all the features uh, that uh instagram offers and just take it to an, the next level and i think this level of you know creativity and content creation should um should should like we should all try to have it, reach this level of of content creation as brands online so that's the brand that i like most in in terms of content um i really like um what do i like at the moment uh i'm still very much into called gaia i really oh, yeah. like their style i i think they're one of the best uh you know brands that emerged in the past 5 years and i think they're going places I'm very much into Rixto also, mm. um, you know, the brand like with the old patterns. <laughs> Sorry? I like your taste. <laughs> yeah. So I guess I'll stop here because otherwise, like, we could talk for hours. Um, no, yeah. but they're great brands. And I, 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 I definitely agree with you, um, Kogaya, to me. But actually, much like Sophia Bergerud, I think they're a brand that has, like, a lot of fun with yeah. fashion, with shapes, with architecture, kind of structure. I mean, their bags are so unique and different than anything else on the market because of the way they play with what's expected. And that's something that I instantly felt when I saw your brand as well, actually. It's, I, oh, I, I I'm so happy. The, the mixing of, of mediums within different the brand. materials, yes. Yeah, it's great because you're seeing sort, sort of... Um, high low and not necessarily high low from fashion but high low from like materials that you don't expect yeah. united and yet it's so fantastic and so beautiful so i love that you're doing that and when you said earlier that your mom um comes from you know she's an artist and an architect it really made me instantly look uh, kind of through your brand and see the influence of that as well which is so cool I love that very much. So I do want to ask, I know we talked about the brands you love and you did bring up influences, but would you say that's what influences you the most or are there other elements you'd like to mention that influence your brand and style? I think um, maybe maybe not influence, but encourage. Because I, I'm the type of person that when I see uh, people doing great things, it just... I feel like, okay, like we should all be doing great things all the time. Like we should all work towards um, better content, better design. I feel like uh, it encourages me and having brands that are doing so many uh, new and interesting and, and, and I don't know, like really gorgeous things 
um, it just makes you want to do uh, better, you know, all the time. And I guess I'm, I'm very thankful to all the designers in the world because they keep us like motivated. And uh, what inspires me, uh, that's just, I don't know, at the risk of sounding very cliche, but I think really like inspiration is, could be anywhere. It could be, it could be just a, a conversation you're having with a friend. You, you just start talking about, I don't know, um, uh, something, uh, a history and then you you just something triggers your 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 next your next design you 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 just start um i don't know doing some research about something you discussed with a, with a friend or maybe you're watching a movie and you just or, or a series like the other day i was watching sex in the city again because i love that series and i mean the outfits and the way she used to dress and it just instantly i was like okay this is what i'm gonna do next like this is definitely something i want to try uh, I guess you can find inspiration really anywhere and everywhere if, if you're looking for it or maybe maybe not even sometimes you're not looking for inspiration and it just sticks to like to your brain and then later on you just remember something that you saw or, or spoke about or so I like that I like that you can you can find inspiration and and beauty and and new ideas in everything yeah and would you say that like there is um, maybe like a collaboration you would love to do or an idea that you'd love to further explore? Like a dream collaboration, if you will. Oh. <laughs> Ooh, like, Chanel. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, um, yeah, I, I, obviously it would be a dream, but uh, I think, uh, I, first, I love the idea of brands collaborating together. I think it just shows um, that you are open as a brand to to appreciate and 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 work with another talent. This alone, I think, is magical. And what I really like, um, I would love to to collaborate with someone. Maybe like um, I've always loved, um, like for a very next next step would be designing maybe um, purses or handbags or something. And I'm just not ready to do this yet, but I would love to collaborate on, with a brand like maybe called Gaia if they ever like know I'm exist. I would love to collaborate with them. Maybe they'll hear or, the podcast. <laughs> maybe they will. No, but seriously, uh, yeah, definitely like an upcoming, not upcoming, I mean, they're really well established now, but uh, like a new, uh, a new designer um, that has that maybe, yeah, someone like, like called Gaia, I would love to, uh, or maybe something uh, like a, a line of t-shirts or um, I'm really open to, to everything. I, I love the idea of collaborating with, with another brand. I feel like, um, especially if two, two brands that have, really uh, different styles but that, that can go together I think it would look very very nice I can see like I wish right now actually we were not doing a podcast with this was live so people could see your eyes right now because they're like sparkling with excitement I'm getting excited to see these lines <laughs> I think it will be great when it does happen and I definitely um think that there is a more of appreciation for the way accessories are con like kind of finish a look. So you see brands like yours and like Lili Suzuki when they uh, mentioned earlier and Colt Gaia, how they can kind of take more risks because people are appreciating more. And I would love to see that translate into clothes as well. I think that would be very cool. Can't wait. So um, I do want to ask, though, how how has good or bad, you know, or not at all, but has like kind of what's going on in the world with COVID and everything? How has it affected the brand, and how has how have you been able to kind of um, utilize it, you know, in a way to maybe. Um, Further your brand because I know a lot of more people are kind of on social media during this time and now that's changed again because people are kind of trickling back into their lives and I'm very interested in how it affects a brand like yours. Um, for me, honestly, um, it it was it was an it was actually a good surprise for me because uh, I know like um, 
that it was it was such a stressful time, especially at the, at the start of COVID, where we really didn't know what was going on, and we were all scared, and we were all like at home all the time. Um, but when it comes to my brand, I think the fact that I was um, I, I we sell exclusively online. It's been this it's been this way for um, uh, uh, three years now. So the fact that we were already established online, that we had our, our, our e-shop ready, that we have all, all our pictures and everything was already in place. This was easier for us to, uh, to uh, sustain during COVID. So uh, yeah, I, I think this was the plus that we had uh, com in, compared to other brands that maybe did not, um, weren't ready to be uh, selling only online. So maybe they didn't have all their products online. They didn't have their e-shop ready. Uh, so I guess this was the big plus that we uh, we had. Uh, and uh, I think also the the uh, since I was already posting about my lifestyle and about my life online, and uh, it just it came naturally that I post about my life uh, during COVID when I was confined and with my fiance and we couldn't go out. So we started just. Uh, cooking like everyone else or just training and and uh, I just kind of posted about that too and uh, I guess I could remain uh, like um, maybe interesting or relevant to people so uh, and a lot of people were just staying home so there was a lot of online shopping happening at the time yeah. uh, so I guess it, it wasn't all bad for us so um, yeah no, I, I, I know for some people, obviously, this, there's some really horrible things that happened during the time of COVID, and there's no way am I minimizing it. But for me, it was great because we were able to build up our dream, and kind of like we were much less but slightly already established, um, kind of a, a following on our social media, but we hadn't really done all the projects and all the other things we wanted to do. So it really just gave us the time to put our energy and heart into it that we wouldn't have had otherwise. And now we see the results of it. Like I get these opportunities to talk with people that I would not otherwise have the opportunity to, to chat with. And it's for me very thrilling. So I, I am in a way grateful, which I know it sounds a little eek, but not no, grateful that anyone ever got sick or anything. Just grateful that the the change of the pace of the world allowed me this time. <laughs> If you're looking for jewelry pieces to give your outfit a fun, personal twist, look no further than Jennifer Zuner. You've seen her collections in all the high-end retail stores such as Neiman Marcus, Bergdorf Goodman, Saks Fifth Avenue, and more. Now get a 20% discount on Jennifer Zuner by shopping directly through us. Just go to jenniferzuner.com and enter our promo code Solomon, S-O-L-O-M-O-N, at checkout. These exquisite designs can be seen on celebrities such as Bella Hadid, Jennifer Lopez, and Beyonce, just to name a few. And now they can be seen on you. Just remember to enter our discount code SOLOMON, S-O-L-O-M-O-N, when you check out for 20% off. And you will feel like one of the stars too. So yes, going totally to my next question, especially Shoot. with COVID and with all the downtime you had, what do you do for fun? What are the shows you watch? What are the things that you are doing to entertain yourself? <laughs> well, fun, yeah. Um, what I'm watching at the time, uh, so I, wa I just, I, I watched, uh, last week I, I watched Emily in Paris, like this show that was all over the internet and I, I just had to watch it. And to be frank, I really liked it. It was so much fun. And, uh, we just, I was, I really enjoyed watching her and her outfits and it was just very entertaining. Um, what I also, I, I, I rewatched the Gossip Girl for like the third time from end, from start to, to, to end. And it was, it was amazing. I just got to see the, the outfits again and I'm, I'm, very, I'm a big Gossip Girl fan. Uh, so that's what I did. And now I'm just actually looking for something to, to watch. If you have any suggestions, please do not hesitate. 
<laughs> well, first of all, you said to me, when I was watching Sophia Barrett, uh, Sophia Barrett, when I was watching Emily in Paris, which just shows us on my mind, um, I was thinking the whole time the clothes, it reminded me of Gossip Girl. I know the, that Patricia Field, who did the clothes for Sex and the City, is the costume designer. Exactly. It's the same stylist as Sex and the City. Yeah, but to me, the whole time, it felt like when Blair is in Paris. And the same outfit. <laughs> I felt like like Emily was just wearing those that same wardrobe. <laughs> and a lot she of actually wore an outfit from Chiara Ferrani collection, if you notice. Yes, I recognize it was right so away. Cool. I think like to me it's so nice to have um a show on television that was not dark and heavy. You know, and my, exactly my it's it's what we needed to watch at now, you know. We just need yeah. to just watch something very light and very fun and full of, I don't know, uh, new opportunities and uh, nice outfits. Sometimes yeah. all you need is this. And I don't think we should be, like, ashamed because we, I, I always feel like uh, us girls, like, we, we don't want to say that we like uh, stupid shows or, like, shallow shows, but I feel like it's okay. Like, I, I, I would totally watch something like, the crown or, or some documentary about uh i don't know the planet but i i can also enjoy watching emily in paris and just probably say so well if you like emily in paris you might like it's a little more um i don't know how you feel about british humor um i lived there a lot of my life so it's something i quite like but i said about an american woman who's living in london and um, her clothes are fabulous. And it's called The Duchess. Have, have What's it called? The Duchess. The Duchess. No, I haven't seen uh, it. I, I, I've never seen it. Is it on Netflix? Yes. It's not as okay. light, romantic, scenic, or beautiful as Emily in Paris. But it's lovely in terms of her clothes are always a sight. And she's very funny. It's a bit naughty and a bit dirty, but it's very funny. Oh, I like that. Okay, I yeah. think I'm going to try this one today. <laughs> I read Dina with you right now because when I don't know what to watch, Dina is the person um, I ask what to watch. She is so good about knowing everything on telly. But I tend to watch the really sort of... Um, romantic and sweet things but I will say this little critique of Emily and Barry there were things I took issue with she had 43 followers when she started the yeah that's I'm like seriously girl I've been doing this for five years like no yeah. you cannot yes. you cannot get discovered that easily on Instagram and <laughs> but, she's you know. supposed to be a social media expert so why is she so low to begin with and and all of her pictures in Paris are selfies selfies like yeah like what? who cares about I mean she's so beautiful and she looks like Audrey Hepburn but I'm sorry but her like awkward close-ups are not gonna make everyone around the world be like oh I have to listen to her it's so really wrong. bothering me <laughs> I would get really frustrated yeah a lot of things did not make sense but you know I mean uh yeah it's, it, I, I don't think it's supposed to make sense it's just supposed to be no. fun and haha you know but to me also I really love Camille and I feel so bad for her the whole time. She's just so lovely and she reminds me of a friend of mine and I was just thinking how sad this girl is so lovely. She's been so kind to Emily and this is what she does and for what? Camille is not that hot. <laughs> I know. Yeah. They I should promote friendship more and like Gabriel looking like guys yeah. <laughs> less. <laughs> I mean, friendship but, will stay. That Gabriel guy will just go on and 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 just find another girl anytime. I I feel like we we can just go on watch, talking about series for for like yeah. hours. No, but I actually think it's really important. One of my favorite things that we talk about with our guests is the things they're watching because that inspires you too. I mean, at least for me, I take inspiration not just from life but from sort of the Egg life <laughs> yeah but from the imagination and so for me when you're watching stuff you get a sense of also someone's taste their humor their personality mm. you know like if my husband's not watching you know um emily and barry he's watching narcos <laughs> so it's 
So yeah, you're, not making, exactly. you're getting a sense of his character. It's different things. <laughs> but anyway, before um, um, we go, I we always play a, a game with all the people who come on the show where we pick characters from a show or from life or from designers that you love and we play the game it's called call text delete it's sort of like okay. the game many a skill but not yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice sorry yeah let's stay nice. yeah so i thought we would do because we talked about like different designers that you love so i thought we'd pick some fun designers and choose those designers as who would you call who would you text and who would you delete all right. Is that okay? Yeah, sure. Perfect, perfect. So I want to pick three designers. And the first one is going to be called Gaia, which I feel like probably I know your answer for what you're going yeah, to Yeah, definitely call. <laughs> <laughs> and then the second one, I will pick, I'll pick different like levels. I will do Chanel. I will do Coast Gaia. And I will do... Let's see, last one should be, so let's do, I did Chanel, we did Kosgaya, and I think the last one we can do Isabelle Moron. Ooh, I love Isabelle Moron. Okay, uh, I think I would call Kosgaya, I would text Isabelle Moron, and I would definitely delete H&M. Really? Okay, yeah. and why for Compared to, yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, uh, I love Cult Gaia, and I think that fashion is moving towards um, uh, more uh, affordable luxury brands that offer quality and design, but uh, also stay very like affordable. Um, I I would text Isabelle Mahon because I love the brand, and I I am also like in this phase of my life where I would rather just save up a little bit more and buy a really nice piece from a designer than uh just uh go to um like any fast fashion store and buy the whole store and just throw everything out uh the next season i must say that h&m's like the conscious collection they're creating is actually really cool uh the only thing like i, I would delete it because uh i would i will definitely pick um the other two uh first but i'm not like i'm 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 not a big fan of fast fashion in general obviously but i do i do i do buy h&m sometimes i do buy zara sometimes i'm not perfect i know no one is i wish sometimes uh that i wouldn't but we all like um we don't have maybe huge budgets to spend and we want to have many clothes. So I do buy H&M, but I try to more and more, I try to uh, purchase responsibly. I, I try to um, uh, just find stuff that were my mom's or my grandma's or my aunt's or um, I'm, I'm, I try to repurpose a lot and to just buy really um, minimal things from, from, uh, from stores like H&M. But I am not as well, so don't feel judgment here, especially H&M's actually Conscious Collection, which I, I personally think is a little overpriced for, because it's still H&M, but I do love their Conscious Collection. <laughs> yeah, I do. This is what, this is what I just meant. I, I thought it was called just Conscious. Yeah, it's, what, what's it called? The Conscious Collection. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. I actually saved some of uh, these items on uh, in my cart, but um, I, I live in Beirut now and there's a, like a huge economical crisis here and H&M's closing down. So H&M's collection here, like it's, it's very, very uh, like old and basic for now. Like they didn't get the new stuff and they don't get the conscious collection because it's, I, I guess it's more expensive so they wouldn't sell it well. And it's actually really just closing down at the moment in Lebanon. So I haven't seen uh, uh, firsthand their new collection yet, but I do encourage people to opt for uh, uh, the conscious collection instead of just the basic things that are very, very cheap because you will you will just wear it for a season. It's true. Yeah, uh, I was I was actually shopping on on Zara's app uh, two days ago, and there were and I was for the first time 
uh, I was trying to buy like winter clothes because um, like this is what I need right now. And I was looking at um, how how it was made, like the, the the description of each item. And and it, it was the first time I ever do that. I, I feel like we've all become extra conscious lately uh, about what we are wearing, what materials are we actually buying. And there was a lot of polyester sometimes and I didn't want to get like polyester uh, winter clothes. I, I just looked for stuff that had wool in, in them and and they were more expensive, but this is what I chose in the end. So I think it doesn't really matter. Uh, I feel like a lot of brands are trying to be better and I feel like it's our duty as as you know, consumers to, to actually help them sh make that shift because if we start buying better and nicer and, and better quality, uh, they will maybe produce less of uh, the fast fashion uh, items and more of the sustainable ones. So yeah. yeah, I love that answer, by the way. And I agree with you completely. This was just so much fun for me. And such it really a was. Thank you so and much I for having me. No, thank you so much for being on here with us. It's really, it's such a treat. It's such a pleasure. I truly, my sister as well, such a huge fan. I am quite sure your brand is going to be a huge name globally. And thank I feel you. very thank lucky you. that we got to chat with you. I'm sort thank of you so much. Your, your earlier phases so we can, you know, be a part of the journey. In a small yeah. Way. <laughs> Uh, I hope I hope I will someday uh, grow my brand more and more. And thank you so much for having me. It will forever be my first podcast. So uh, well, we're very lucky. <laughs> I'll never podcast. forget it. Until <laughs> <laughs> the first of many. <laughs> thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. If you want to follow us across our platforms you can find us on instagram and tiktok at stylishly solomon solomon spelled with all o's s-o-l-o-m-o-n and also on our instagram you can find links in the bio to follow us on amazon and like to know it and shop our looks and find out our fashion breakdowns if you like this podcast please subscribe rate and leave a comment we always love to hear your feedback we thank you for thinking of us and appreciate your love and support